The University of Guelph says a device meant to decontaminate fresh produce is now being used to sanitize N95 masks for healthcare workers during this ongoing novel coronavirus pandemic. The technology was developed by U of G food scientist Dr. Keith Warner, and he joins me on the phone now. Keith, thank you so much for taking, t taking the time here. Oh, good afternoon. So let me just start by getting a, a picture from you of, of what exactly this looks like. I mean, what gave you the idea that this fresh produce decontaminator uh, could potentially be used to help sanitize the, that personal protective equipment or specifically N95 masks? So in actual fact, uh, N95 masks has a lot in common with a lot of fresh produce. If we take a simple apple, for example, uh, the surface is kind of delicate it's got crevices where microbes can hide and so you need something more than washing to actually get to these microbes and way back a few years ago uh, we developed this process based on uv and hydrogen peroxide and the way it works is the uv degrades hydrogen peroxide produce what we call these hydroxyl radicals which are very antimicrobial uh, but they don't actually last long and they don't leave residues. So we developed uh, this system up and then we got in partnership with uh, Paul Moyer who owned the candy apple business uh, down in Niagara. And the reason why we connected with him was the fact uh, he'd been affected by this hysteria outbreak to link with candy apples. And even though his uh, facility was not associated with it, it got uh, wrapped up in this big recall in the US and basically really lost his business. So he came to me asking, saying, well, you know, I need a method that can decontaminate apples. Uh, have you got anything? And I was working on this UV peroxide uh, solution. I said, well, yeah, this is uh, one. And he took that. He made it into a commercial process, add some ozone to this, the treatment. And for the last few years, we've been working with uh, fresh produce uh, processes down in California and in the U.S. and some in Canada. And I got these commercial systems in. And uh, when we heard about N95 masks, uh, we thought, well, this technology is a simple transfer because uh, the masks are delicate, like fresh produce, in terms of they don't take too much uh, uh, oxidizing agent or, uh, or degradation reactions. And the other thing is microbes are you know, hidden within the filters and weaves and the, uh, of the mask. So it transferred really well. In actual fact, it works better on masks than it does on the fresh produce itself. So it was... Uh, as I say, a pivot uh, point, and uh, we're just glad it could help people. And that's pretty crazy that it works better on masks than your actual intended purpose, which is kind of interesting here, too. Um, now, you recently did get approval from Health Canada to, to be able to go about using this machine to help, um, you know, clean up some of these N95 masks. Can you just maybe take me through how difficult that process was to get that approval from Health Canada? And I know, like, there are a lot of people who are putting in those uh, applications, you know, to try to help out during this coronavirus pandemic, and uh, with that being said, there's so many people trying to, to get that uh, approval at the same time that it can cause a bit of a logjam. So can you just take me through that experience for you and how challenging or, or just what the overall process was to get that approval from Health Canada? So with Health Canada approval, obviously, they're the sort of oversight to make sure that anything they put onto the mall approve is safe and effective. And the thing is, to get something approved, first of all, you've got to make sure it is effective against the target, uh, which in this case, obviously, is uh, COVID-19. Uh, but you've also got to prove that it doesn't degrade the mask in terms of 
the straps? Does it uh, affect the filtration? Does it affect the performance? And additional to that is that you've got to uh, give evidence saying, well, it works on this mask. Does it work on that mask? And the thing is, is that uh, not one person could do it. Not one company could do it because as you can tell, it's got a lot of different moving parts. So I was the microbiologist, so I could uh, do the microbiology part. Uh, we had uh, the paramedics over in Toronto who did the uh, mask uh, testing you know, to make sure it fits and it filters. Then we have Cleanworks uh, Medical, which are responsible for actually building the equipment. And we had to get all this information and then go with the uh, NRC, which is National Research Council, who was a kind of go-between between ourselves and uh, Health Canada. And we fulfilled all those sort of tick boxes, and then we got approval for that. Uh, typically, it would take uh, months, but we worked so intensively to the point that we were taking literally calls on a Saturday night. Uh, I think it was over the Easter weekend, to be honest. Um, uh, it was a very intensive process, but uh, when you have a crisis like this, uh, you can't really go through the traditional months and months. So, the, the fortunate part what we had as a, as, uh, as a researcher and Cleanworks had as a company is we had all these moving parts and we had a process that was proven to work. Now, a lot of companies um, go to Health Canada and say, I have a decontamination method, but they're either missing the micro part or they're missing the fit uh, testing. So with all the delays, uh, there's a reason it's not Health Canada uh, being obstructive. It's just that they need to be sure that they're providing something safe. Um, what does this machine look like? What Can you describe what the device actually would, would look like to someone who sees it in person? So it's been described by three things. I described it like a um, a mic, an x-ray machine you have at the airport when you put your things uh, in a sort of container and put it through. Uh, other people have described it as a barbecue. and Other people have described it as a uh, a sunbed but uh, what it actually is it's about eight foot long uh, three foot wide and you load the mass onto this sort of special holder and you pass it through the machine and as it goes through the machine it, it sprays a vapor of hydrogen peroxide mixed with ozone and then it gets treated with uv and after 30 seconds it comes out the other end so it's a very mobile machine um as I say, very quick, and it's almost ideal for hostels or care centres and places like that. So what what kinds of interest have you received? Um, just curious, you know, have you had anyone reach out to you about how to use this machine? Can you produce more of them to send out across the country? Or, or would it be like maybe a hospital sending you their used at 95 masks to get clean? Like, do you have any idea sort of what the process could be to to best utilize this technology now that, now that you have found out that it does indeed work? Well, as an academic, I, don't, I just get interested about what the process is. Uh, from Cleanworks uh, Medical, which is a company who's building these units, have gone okay. from building two a week to 15. And they've had interest uh, in different hospitals. Um, Hamilton, and there's a hospital in Ottawa, and there's one in Nova Scotia. So essentially, they've had uh, a lot of interest, obviously, before this, because uh, it was well on the radar. Uh, but what we're hoping for, I suppose, is a broader sort of usage. Uh, your hospitals are these sort of um, 
ideal point. But after saying that, you know, the battle really is in uh, senior homes and care homes. Right. And the thing with this technology is so mobile, you don't have to send masks or, uh, because the reality is, is that with those other techniques that people are looking at, a hydrogen peroxide vapor or even uh, the ovens is that, uh, or the autoclaves, is that you have to send your mask over to a central facility, they treat it, send it back and it's this sort of uh, yuck factor in that people don't like to use other people's masks. Right. And I must admit, I, I don't think I would. And uh, so with this system, it's more like that. It's very quick and people can use their own masks. So they are getting um, orders. Uh, like I say, uh, typically it's actually used for produce decontamination, but uh, it's not much far removed from decontaminating lots of different surfaces, masks and other things as well. That's uh, pretty cool. I, I hope that we see more of this kind of stuff, uh, you know, being utilized because I know there's a big need. We talk about it here in BC quite a bit, the, the need for PPE and the shortages that are existing and, and are being highlighted now as, as we get deeper and deeper into the pandemic. So having technology like this, I think, is really critical in our fight against this, especially as we talk about it probably being, you know, 12 to 18 months before we're really fully through this thing. So uh, definitely a, a need for the ability to, to reuse the PPE that exists now, I think. Um, how long does it normally take? Like if you were to put a mask in uh, to, to decontaminate it, how long would that process take? Uh, it takes 30 seconds. And, uh, it's, and even at 30 seconds, certainly because that's the maximum speed of the uh, conveyor. Uh, so it's very quick. Um, if you want to think of a similar technology, they use UV and hydrogen peroxide on uh, to decontaminate cartons for uh, juices, and they do something ridiculous, like a hundred per second or something like that. So it's a very quick process, and that's the if, uh, that's the novel part about it is that because it's so quick, it doesn't have these issues that uh, UV alone or peroxide alone has, which is these long exposures which degrade it. So it literally is. It's uh, almost like going to an airport uh, in an X-ray machine, putting your stuff on going around and picking it up again. Uh, so it's a very unique um, sort of piece of machinery, and I'm glad it's uh, finding utility because, as you mentioned, uh, I think I heard a statistic saying we need a billion masks uh, to get us through this, uh, and that's in a year. And, um, you know, we haven't can't source them from abroad, obviously, because of the, the pressure on them. But if we could use that mask ten times, you just think how many... Uh, lives it's going to save in terms of uh, saving our frontline staff from being mm -hmm. infected and infecting others. Absolutely. Um, have you done any tests to see how many times you could clean a, a mask before it does become sort of unusable? Yeah, so we actually put it through 50 times and it still was usable. Oh um, but uh, the thing about masks is that it's not so much the treatment in our case, it's what people do with them. So right. I don't know if you've used rubber gloves before. You know, you can t take your gloves off and then put them back on again. After 10 uses, they're a bit uh, loose, so to speak. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, the system we have, uh, we've suggested 10 uses, but uh, certainly there was no, the straps were good, the filtration was good, but you can use it up to that time. 
Well, uh, I really appreciate you taking the time, Keith, to come on and, and talk to me about this. I think it's pretty interesting, and uh, we're seeing a lot of innovative ideas coming up through this pandemic that we're in to try to, to help with with these types of things, whether it be with PPE or, or just, uh, you know, helping people in, in various aspects of their lives get through this. So I really appreciate you taking the time. Glad to see something like this did get that approval from Health Canada, and, and hopefully we see more of these uh, decontamination machines in, uh, in use across the country as, as time rolls on. Anything else you want to add while I have you on the line? No, I say it's uh, just illustrates, doesn't it, how research, um, industry, government all can get together in a crisis and make things work, but we need to do it. So we're very excited. We're just hoping that they can be, as you said, expanded over Canada and even abroad, because I know in other countries they're facing even worse uh, supplies than we are. So uh, it's good to contribute to that kind of thing. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate your time. And uh, yeah, like I said, hopefully we see more of these uh, spreading out across the world. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. That was Dr. Keith Warner, a food scientist with the University of Guelph, talking about this device that he made to help decontaminate fresh produce. But now he's been able to uh, recommission it, if you will, to be able to decontaminate N95 masks.